Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome back to the summer edition of Sports Day SA on Cruise 1323 with Paul Bonza and Former Kim Farmer, well, he is the Kim Farmer medalist, Dan Menzel, and we've got another one on the line, and the, the, uh, Liam McBean's about to speak to us, and he is brought to us by Tyre Power's big holiday sale, which is on now, 25% off selected Kumo passenger and SUV tyres. Liam McBean, welcome to Sports Day SA. Thanks very much for having me, I appreciate it. Um, great that you could join us. Now, how's pre-season going for you? It's been really good so far. We've, um, yeah, it's, I suppose, obviously a little bit of change at the club um, over the off-season, and um, I think as a result, it's yeah, it's, it's had a, it's had an interesting effect. I think it's really galvanised our group, and um, we've had a lot of players that have come out earlier to training that are potentially a little bit, a little bit older and a little bit more seasoned that are just keen to kick back uh, and get back into it. Sorry, so. Um, yeah, so far we've we've had a, a really good start to our pre-season and, um, yeah, I think it's going to be a pretty exciting year ahead. Now, Beanie, you talked about that change and that freshen up. I want to ask about a couple of the exciting recruits. James Bell, I played with him at Sydney. How's he been so far? Yeah, he's, he's very exciting, Belly. He's, um, yeah, came across before Christmas for a couple of weeks and um, got a bit of a feel for the place and trained with us for a few sessions. And, um, yeah, I think, I mean, you'd be able to attest to this, Dan, he's, He's lightning quick. He's got great skills. Very, very slick and composed with ball in hand. And um, I think he's going to add a, you know, obviously an offensive layer to our side, but also I think defensively, um, yeah, his sort of tackle pressure in the midfield and up forward, I think will be really invaluable for us. He no doubt will. His energy will be great for you guys. Now, another one I want to ask about is Cameron McGree. So from Ranella, he was much sought after. I know the Eagles went after him in a couple other clubs potentially, and you guys got him. Uh, you probably more happy than anyone because maybe you won't have to ruck so much next year. How's he been? He settled in really, really well. Um, you know, hand in the glove at the moment, Cam. So, yeah, I think he had an outstanding year um, with Ranella last year. And um, like you mentioned, a few clubs chasing after him. And obviously played a little bit of sample footy at South, um, being a bit younger, and I think um, a few more years down the track now, I think he's matured a bit more, and I think he's got a real passion and drive um, that outweighs probably where he was at um, a few years ago when he was playing at, at sample level. So we're wrapped to have him. I think um, he's going to provide a really good look for us in terms of that mobile ruckman that can get used around the ground, and he's, he's come back in really good shape too. So, um, yeah, I mean, for, for myself personally, it'll be nice to have a, um, you know, type someone of his calibre to now take over that number one ruck spot and, um, you know, I'll support him in, in whatever way I can. Liam, another player I'm sure you're very happy to have back at the club is Brett Turner. Settled back in like hand in the glove? Definitely, yeah. I think, um, you know, it's obviously been documented sort of what played out with Brett and, um, you know, he's in, in amazing shape considering he was pretty much training uh, on that Crows training program up until almost Christmas time as well. So, um, I think he's got you know a fair bit of fire in his belly, and, and that's probably fair enough considering the circumstances. And 
Um, for him, you know, I can't be more proud of him. I think to get to where he got to, despite the fact that it was obviously the uh, the end result wasn't quite what he would hope for. Um, you know, to be able to go from playing at West Adelaide, come to Glenelg, get himself onto an AFL list. Um, you know, it's an incredible effort nonetheless. So I'm really looking forward to having him back in that midfield um, for us this year. And I think, um, you know, him with a bit of fire in his belly and a bit angry is going to be a pretty uh, big handful for opposition players this year, I'd say. You mentioned uh, briefly at the start that there's been a bit of a change. Uh, new coach, Darren Reeves into the club and uh, Richard Douglas back at the club as an assistant. What have you noticed? Uh, I guess what's the um, immediate feeling around the club with those two coming on board? I think it's a, it's one of excitement at the moment. I think in terms of since I've been at the the footy club, our our coaching group in terms of how you know well rounded across the board it is is probably um, as complete as I've seen it since you know I came across in 2017. I think um, you know Darren Reeves joined us sort of just before Christmas and right away he's made a really big impression um, on you know the senior leadership but also the wider playing group. Um, really keen to build you know, genuine relationships right from the get-go. And I think he's got a really modern-day philosophy on um, on how to play footy as well. And, um, you know, everyone I've spoken to you know, regarding him that, you know, potentially come from other clubs um, have always raved about him as uh, not only, you know, as a, as a football person, but as, as a human being. He's just a, a really, really good person to have around your footy club. And um, to gain someone of, you know, Richie Douglas's quality, who's obviously played a lot of AFL footy, who knows the modern game really well, um, and I think he's got some really, really good ideas um, about how to make us a better footy side. Um, yeah, it's it's a really good position that the club's in. So a lot of optimism, um, a lot of positivity, certainly around the group at the moment. So, um, yeah, looking forward to continuing to feed off that and hopefully continue to take us further. And just on taking you further, finished in fourth position last year, knocked out in the semi-final by the Red Legs. Uh, a little bit probably inconsistent, I guess maybe that might be fair to say, as a team last year, the Bays. What needs to change this year in 2023? Yeah, you're spot on. I think where we're at as a footy club now is that we, we really expect to challenge um, to be the number one side in the competition every year. And I'm really proud of that. I think the leadership from, you know, um, from a board level CEO all the way down is we're all very much aligned in that same vision that we're not prepared to settle for fourth and you know take the pat on the back as you know, as if it was a good year. So we were pretty disappointed. We were definitely inconsistent across the year last year and, and obviously losing some key players in amongst that um, you know certainly didn't help us. But I feel we certainly underachieved in terms of you know I, I think the quality we have on our list we've still definitely got potential. We had potential to probably to do more, but you know as a playing group. We just couldn't quite, um, you know, string the games together from a consistency perspective, and um, it's been a really good learning curve, curve I think, for our group. Now we've got a, a really good core um, of players that are starting to really take hold of the club and want to take it forward as well. So there's a lot of room for optimism, like I mentioned before. I think fourth place for us, yes. Oh, looks like we've lost Liam there. Okay, yeah. So uh, Sam's trying to get him back. Glenelg themselves this year. What are your thoughts on the club and and where they're going? There's some positive positivity coming out of uh, Liam. In fact, uh, I think we might have him back. We do. Sorry about that, Liam. We lost you there for a second. That's all right. Yeah, I guess like I mentioned before, we're we're in a position as a club where we want to continue to push to be the number one side in the competition. So. Um, yeah, it certainly felt like it was an underperformance last year. So lots of um, you know motivated players in the playing group that are looking to to get better. And I've actually I don't think I've seen the group as such in in a stronger and a fitter position. And I know that's very cliche in a preseason, but 
Um, I, yeah, I think there's a lot of players that feel, um, you know, a sense of responsibility for how he performed last year and what a really challenge to get themselves better and, and hopefully bring everyone else around them up to that standard. So um, it's a really good feeling around the group at the moment, for sure. Now, Beanie, uh, enough about the Bays. I want to ask a couple of questions about you. Uh, state captain last year. You're originally from Victoria. Um, so question, now being the state captain, do you call yourself a South Aussie now? <laughs> That's a contentious one. Um, <laughs> I... <laughs> Uh, look, I think South Australia and Adelaide is, is now my home. Um, myself and my partner have just bought a place here as well and um, are very, very um, cemented in, in the lifestyle, you know, obviously down close to, to Glenelg. So I really love what I've been able to achieve, um, you know, from a lifestyle perspective since moving to South Australia and, and the people that have surrounded me since I've come across have helped me to do so. So I think, yeah, at this stage, South Australia really, for the short and long term, looks like it is um, certainly home for me. So... Yeah, I'm absolutely loving my experience here so far. Good to hear. And I think a lot of people will be interested in your answer on this question, having played in both competitions, the comparisons between the Sandful and the VFL. It's a great question. I think, um, you know, irrespective of how I really feel, the only answer is going to be the Sandful, really, isn't it? Um, <laughs> but no, I think, um, look, I think the, the VFL competition for, for me and the four years I spent there um, in Richmond sort of development program was... I think this, the competition itself, I feel like, has um, now become more of an AFL development competition. Um, you know, there's only probably four to five standalone clubs that are, or six clubs that are remaining. And um, I think when I was playing, it was certainly an opportunity to try to develop your, your younger core players. And I think that does take away from a little bit of the integrity of the competition, if I'm completely honest. And um, I think, you know, being in this environment in the sample, where you've got you know, such a rich history of clubs that have, been around, you know, Glenelg's been around for 101 years now, uh, 102 years coming up now. So I think with clubs with that sort of rich history that are um, all playing against each other, you know, obviously with 10 teams and two that are AFL aligned, I think it's, yeah, for mine, I feel like it's a, it's a definitely a, a better supported um, system than what was in the VFL. But um, yeah, I think that's, you know, from, from my experience, what I've, what I've uh, seen so far anyway. Yeah, I tend to agree there. Now, Bonds, I have to ask this question to Beanie. He has won three Ken Farmer medals. That's very impressive. Will this year be number four? Oh, look, it's, um, I think realistically, as you would know, Dan, you're a product of what goes on up the field. And, um, you know, if the midfield um, is able to, to give you a lot of supply and as a forward line group, we're able to turn the ball over closer to goal, then um, we certainly reap the benefit, but you know I'm I'm one of um, you know quite a few options that can really kick a score from us on a, on a, any day really. And last year I feel like we saw the emergence of Lockie Hosey and really starting to grab a hold of it and, and make it more of his now. And um, for me, it's it's certainly not about the Ken Farmers, and I know that's once again a bit of a cliche statement, but I'm really why I'm playing now is to win premierships, and I want to you know keep driving um, this club to that level and. Um, whatever the byproduct of that looks like, if it means that you know I'm kicking the goals, or if Hosey's kicking the goals, or if it's Luke Reynolds or you know, any other forwards that come through there, um, you know I'll be I'll be really really happy with that. So um, I suppose it's a bit of a long-winded answer, but um, well you know, answered, wh- well played. Come, yeah, whatever comes away, <laughs> but I think yeah, it's the premierships that I think we're all chasing now. Yeah, there's four Ken Farmer medalists between all of us, and uh, I think that's <laughs> I'm sure there's a couple more to come. Uh, I want to talk to you, Liam, about what other sports you like to watch? Are you a, are you a cricket nuffy? Uh, do you like American sports? Uh, look, I think um, 
I think if you ask anyone that knows me really well, um, my my love for cricket is very minimal. Uh, I don't really get around the cricket at all. <laughs> um, but basketball is basketball has always been a bit of a um, been something that I've I've kept an eye on, and I don't support anyone in particular. And but you know I do enjoy the basketball, and uh, much to my girlfriend's disgust, I did love watching the World Cup, um, the Soccer World yes. Cup, recently when that was on. So. Um, they're probably the main ones at the moment, and I'm sorry, it's like anyone when the Australian Open's on, I'll always grab the racket out and, and try to uh, have a crack at that too. So um, yeah, a bit of a vary. Now, Beanie, before we let you go, a little rapid fire to finish. We're going to ask a player from each club this at the end of the interview. So rapid fire to finish, whatever comes to mind. We're going to start with who is the player for Glenelg fans to watch out for in 2023. Uh, I think, realistically, Brett Turner. I uh, can't go past him. Yep. Who is the benchmark team in the competition outside of Glenelg in 2023? I'd have to say Norwood, given the last year's performance. They were outstanding, and they did it in such a great way to win that grand final. So, yeah, I'd have to say Norwood. Yep. Who will win the McGarry in 2023? Oh, that's a good question. I'm going to... I'm, I feel like I'm I'm keep going on about him here, but I reckon Brett Turner. I've got him penciled in. Massive. Uh, a player from another team that you enjoy watching? I actually really enjoy watching. Um, he's towed us up a few times when I was playing against him. I really enjoy watching Paddy Wilson when he's at full flight. Yeah. Um, just, you know, good good size, mid, kicks goals. Um, yeah, he can be a really damaging player. So I reckon he's probably the one. And last one for you. Favourite ground to play at away from home? Uh, back with the Sturt theme, I'd say actually Unley Oval. I don't know why, but wow. um, always seems to have a little bit of success at Unley Oval. So I'm not sure if it's the time of year we play there, but um, yeah, I do like playing at Sturt. There's always a good crowd between Sturt and Glenelg. So the bigger the crowd, the better, I think. Liam, thanks for joining us on the summer edition of Sports Day SA. Really appreciate you giving up your time and have a good year yourself. Thank you very much. I appreciate you having me on. Thanks, Benny. What a great player and, and an ambassador for South Australia. Now, you ask him about whether he's still Victorian or yep. South Australian, but he clearly loves the state and he's here for a long time. A great player and speaks so well. And he, Glenelg Footy Club should be proud. Oh, they should. And he's won three Ken Farmers. That's, uh, there's not many it's players incredible. that can say that. That's uh, incredible consistency over a long period of time. Interestingly, he said Sturt only. We yes. had Cole Presby on last week who said Norwood. Um, not too much running at this smaller, smaller grounds, grounds. <laughs> but also I think Beanie, he can sit in the goal square. It's only one kick away there. That's maybe why he's kicked a few bags. So it's, uh, it's a reason potentially as to why that oval is his favorite and he's dominated there. And so just to finish on Glenelg bonds today, uh, now Beanie talked about some of their incoming players with Brett Turner, James Bell, Cameron McGree in the rock, Connor McLeod from Woodworth Torrens as well. So some nice recruits there. They've lost a little bit of experience with Andrew Bradley, retiring, as with Jordan Murdoch, uh, Michael Virgin as well, and Jack Hanneth has retired. So there's a few that have gone. Yes. Uh, I just want to touch on their strengths really bit briefly. It has to be their forward line, doesn't it? Uh, Absolutely. It's, it, it's the, the names I've got in their forward line and you're adding Brett Turner to get out in the middle to those guys. Exactly that. You said the names. You've got McBean. You've got the runner-up in the Ken Farmer, Lockie Hosey. You've got Luke Reynolds, who still is a very good player. Stag as well up there. Uh, their mids are pretty decent too, but I've gone with their forward line as their strengths. Their weakness or RFI has to be their back line. They've lost Curran, Bradley, and Durden over the p- past two years, plus Murdoch off the halfback flank. 
Uh, so they need to find a couple of role players. They've got Proud and Pink back there who've, who've held down really well for them, but they need to find a couple of role players for mine. The MVP of their team, uh, it's not just because we spoke with him, but the guy who can play as a key forward and you can also put him in the ruck, it is so valuable. There's not many players in the competition that can do that. And so I would say that Liam is their MVP, even though they've got the likes of Turner, Partington, Allen and Snook. Thoughts on that? I completely agree. He is their most important player. And to have a successful year in 2023, Glenelg needs their midfield and in particular uh, Cameron McGree in the ruck to stand up. Now, if they can have a really good gel in the midfield with those guys that we've mentioned, with that forward line, if you can get the ball inside 50 more than the opposition, they're not going to lose many games because they have such a potent forward line. They also set up well behind the ball. And so it's exciting for Glenelg fans if they can get that midfield right. And lastly on Glenelg, where do you think they're going to finish on the ladder this year, Bonds? I've got them in the finals. Uh, I think they'll finish about fourth. Yep. Round about there. Third, third, fourth, fifth. They'll be thereabouts, no doubt. If they can get that team right, they've got as talented a list as any team in the competition.